Adelaide. The greatest city in the world. It's time to wake up with the team born and bred right here in South Australia. The unofficial Mayor of Adelaide, AFL legend and Yabby Peeling record holder, Mark Rusciuto. The former squash champ and current B-grade golf champ, Chris Didmar. And the award-winning radio host, who's the dumbest smart person you know, Laura O'Callaghan. Triple M Breakfast with Rue, Dits and Loz. Ah, uh, we made it through to our first Friday of the year. How is everyone this morning? Yeah, good. I'm Pumped. excited, Loz. Rue is launching a new product this morning that will hit the shelves. Uh, we'll hear more about this later Ooh. on this morning. Is he launching it today? Product launch, yes. Oh. Okay. We're making the announcement about yes. the product launch. 04885 What do you think the product is? Mm. <laughs> what do you reckon it is? Yeah, right. What will Ruth face beyond? Yeah. 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 Hey, uh, Travis Head's going to join us, Ruth. He is the century yeah, maker, true. the hero of the test at Adelaide Oval, which... We will not go too far into Friday's play, unfortunately. We're going to have a chat to him just after 8 o'clock. Can you uh, let me knock off on time today? You're, are that's you right. Com- you're commentator. I need to get there by 10 o'clock because <laughs> if oh, I get there late. Are you doing the first session? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you so might get paid for doing nothing. I might not call <laughs> Again. the ball. I know. Uh, good stuff. Are, are people coming down from the country and stuff today to watch... Absolutely, uh, Look, there's plenty of people there are coming down. People up in arms about this loss, quite yeah. seriously. I know the Premier's had his say, but starting a test on a Wednesday does not make any sense at all. Not against the Windies. But no. isn't that the nature of cricket that you don't know how long it's going to last? You can't manipulate yeah, it so that it's going to be. Why start wouldn't you play Friday, Saturday, Sunday instead yeah. of Wednesday, Thursday and a bit of Friday? Yeah, you're right. You know, give people a chance to maybe a Friday off. At least Thursday, Dits. At least. Anyway, Anyway, we've got a massive show. Heaps of fun. Get all the news you need. 104.7 Triple M. Hello, Adelaide. No one knows Adelaide like these guys. Triple M Breakfast with Rue, Dits and Lies. Overnight news. $100 million Powerball last night. I got the congratulations email this morning. Oh. Yeah. What'd you win? $12.15. Oh. Yeah. See, it's got a jackpot. They're saying 150 mil next week. 150. There was no winner. Last well, night, Rue sent a message, a panicked message to the chat. <laughs> Quick, I need everyone's favourite numbers under 30. We talked about this at about 7 o'clock yesterday morning, didn't we? Mm, and we then, did. Yeah. And then keep going, Lost. Well, no, no, Rue, you can go. You, well, I just story. got the itch at about 7.30. I'd forgotten about <laughs> it. Yeah. And my family had started saying, or well, my sister sent... Uh, all the best to everyone with their Powerball. She had a ticket oh. and no one else did. Yeah. And she was going to keep all the winnings. And my yeah. brother said, well, give us a mil each. She said, oh, if you're lucky, I said, we'll stuff this. Yeah. I've got to take matters in their own hands. So I've bolted down to OTR on Green Hill Road, got all your numbers. Anyway, there was a lot of stuff happening at OTR. They got distracted, got it on, got the ticket on with all our favourite numbers. And then I realised that it had already shut. And oh, I'm no. on for next week. Oh, oh. Hey, all right. Well, we're in a bigger prize pool, 150 oh, mil. We've probably won the first ticket prize for first ticket in for next, next week, week. Okay. which is next Thursday um, night leading into Australia Day. But what if our numbers had come up last night? I would. I would have, yeah. Hey, uh, Loz, did you read the T's and C's in his uh, message that he sent to yeah. us all? <laughs> Conveniently sent after we'd all agreed to uh, participate. Yeah. He says, well, I, you, I win 50% and yeah. you can share the rest. How yeah. does that work? Read the first part, excuse me. Well, I'm just trying to find it again. I'm going through through my messages. He said, no, uh, no, no, it's he, in the same message. He said, you don't have to give me any money if we lose, but if we win, I get 50%. Loz, I've got a yeah. long history yeah. of putting on cross-loader tickets, and I can tell you, no one pays. Yeah. I'll send you money. We all offered to pay. If I can keep my money, I'll send you. Well, no money required the, from you guys if we lose, 
but I own 50% if we win. That's right. What sort of deal is that? That means you can't lose. That's what it means. You've got a free ride. Mm. Where's the thank yous? <laughs> Two for me, one for you. If it was up to you guys, there wouldn't even be a ticket on. Right. Here we go. Here we go. Hey, Roo, uh, a truth uh, going speaking here of through things, the triple uh, M for a change. Hitting us in the pocket. $15 pints of beer. What's going on? Look, there's another rise again in February the 1st. It's twice a year it happens. It's too much. It's making it too expensive to drink in venues. Uh, venue owners hate it. Um, customers don't like it. It's forcing people underground into their garages. It's just, it's just too much. Drinking it's, at home alone. It is. It's, it's happening. When I was on the country trip, speaking to Greg Phillips, uh, when I was having a beer with him, he said at his local town, they're all, instead of being at the pub, they're all uh, around the swimming pool. Well, that's not barbecue. what we want. It's not what we want. Well, we want a bit of both. It's good to socialise at home too. Yeah. No yeah, doubt can, about that. But you should be your, your choice where you want to do it. Not I have to drink at home because I can't afford to. Get so what are we going to have? A whole heap of closed up, boarded up hotels, Australia wide. Is that what they want? Well, front bars already are shut. It's ridiculous. Of that. Yeah, it's no good. Yep. What's going on with uh, Arnie? Arnie, well, Arnold Schwarzenegger, one of my favourite actors, has been detained at an airport in Munich. (gasps) What, arrested at the airport? I'll be back. What for? What, for bad acting? Oh, Oh, come on, Dits. How long have you been sitting on that? Gee, Dits. What's he been arrested for? Uh, not declaring an expensive watch. Oh, oh no. a bit yes. of um, duty tax or whatever you call it. Mm. Mm. Tax free stuff. Okay. Yeah, anyway. How much oh. is this watch worth? Probably a fair bit, no, mm. no. Mm. <laughs> um, and I'll just finish on this because, oh, God, th- there's no way of talking about this without just innuendo. But um, there's a company overseas called um, Erica Lust Films, and she makes grown up films mm. for the grown up. What are they? For the adult people in the world. Special cuddle times. Do you watch these, do you? No, I don't. I'm just saying. I'm an adult. Yeah, so are you. Do you watch them? No, I don't like them. There you go. Make my own. Anyway, she. (laughs) (laughs) That is huge. Okay. It's disturbing. Everyone. What kind video night, right? Just calm down. <laughs> my anniversary today, so I'll probably make Oh, oh no. Anyway, goodness. come on now. <laughs> like, she's probably asleep. Um, so, this lady, Erica Lust, yeah. she has a company. She has over 40 employees. And she said during COVID, she found that people were getting stressed. They weren't, you know, she just saw a decrease in productivity and mood and whatever. Oh. Which isn't good for that industry. No, basically what she decided to do was give everyone a half hour break every day to see to their own needs. What do you mean? Okay, Dits, your half hour's up, mate. Yeah. <laughs> half and they're hour. Half hour. So You've got a big window. They get half hour. They, they're provided with equipment if they want to use it. Oh, come on. And uh, visual stuff. And then they come back to work all relaxed and ready to go. Right. Relaxed? Yeah. After they wrap it up. What would you do? Uh, Take skin off it. (laughs) (laughs) I have a friend. Yeah, the creases out. I have a friend who actually did injure himself and ended up having from overuse Mm. of the uh, on his own. Right. And ended up having to have an operation. (laughs) (laughs) Because he had to get his hand off it. He had scar tissue. Did he injure his todger, Roger? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I think. What do you think? Should we bring this in at Triple M? The wank break at Triple M. Ah! Would be called a mob of wankers, and that'd be right. And be accurate for ones. Oh, Loz, you said uh, text in on 04885 with what you think Rue's new product is going to be. Because you're going to be launching something That's today. right, yeah, later, later on. on yeah. yeah, a little bit later on. Uh, well, uh, someone's texting. John from Trot Parks, it sounds like Rue's new product will be 
homemade videos. <laughs> oh, well, that was, it did well, drop that, that you called? make your own grown-up ones, so mm. I don't know. <laughs> what would that be called? Oh, don't do that. What is it? No, because we'll get we'll get taken off air. All right. Yeah, I'll tell yes. you. I'll tell you in a second. It's six eighteen. I don't want to dump anyone <laughs> just yet. It's Rudits and Loz on Triple M. All oh, the text lines on four seven. I can't even read it. We asked what Rue's adult film video. company would be. <laughs> a name for your video. Oh, come on, give it Rue in the poo. Oh, oh no! no. Hey, you no. know what? You do not have I'm permission no. to read those Take out. Off I do not Lost. trust your no. judgment. Take it off him now. He's going to say something. They that's... mean in trouble, not the other. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> One of my most enjoyable days at the cricket yesterday to see our very own lad, Travis Head, score a ton at the Oval. He joins us. Travis, congratulations, mate. What an innings. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, nice to obviously have a home test match and contribute again. Um, yeah, two years in a row, which is, which is lovely. How good does it feel to make a 100 on your home deck? Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Obviously, uh, lots of friends and family and... Um, yeah, a few people have to drag out from the tents out the back to come watch a few balls to <laughs> see me get 100. So um, it's always nice when you see it. The, the members sort of stack out a little bit more when they, everyone sort of ventures out from there. So, um, oh, yeah, it's a special week. Obviously, having the building as well has helped. So um, I don't get to spend much time at home. So it's been nice to have this week. Trav, the way you go about it, you know, when you watch test cricketers, they want to try and make 100. They treat every ball with respect. They keep their head down and get the singles and push him here and he's push him there. He's not respectful. You just went bang, bang, bang. <laughs> Your attack on the on the bowling <laughs> yesterday was extraordinary. Yeah, some respect in little parts. But, um, yeah, I think and that's a, that's batting at Adelaide Oval as well, which I've, I've been able to do a fair bit uh, over my career. And, um I think you've got to be aggressive on, on the on the balls that you think you can score off, and then you've got to fight between each one of them. We've seen throughout the whole test match the balls moved around. So, um, lucky I had a bit of experience in Adelaide. Uh, and now, Trevor, I was down there watching yesterday. It was a beautiful innings, and as Dit said, you looked in total control. Um, tell us about a drink you're involved with. You're an ambassador for a drink uh, that uh, makes you more hydrated and, and can uh, play better for longer. Tell us about the drink. Yeah, so jumped on board this week. So we're one from one with prepped. Um, obviously, yeah, I'm all the the breakfast. They do a breakfast drink at the moment. They do a couple of protein and, and a hydration one. So, um, yeah, I've jumped on board a South Australian company, which is which is exciting. And um, like I said, stickers on the bat and I'm one for one. So uh, a good omen. But nice. um, yeah, the breakfast drinks are a cracker. I was with one of the owners. He was trying to get a photo of the bat. But it, so the drinks for professional athletes, but it's also great for kids before they go to school to help them concentrate and learn better as well I'm led to believe is that right yeah yeah and it's something that I've um, obviously I'm interested in and, and, and going to use and use it already for a little bit so um, I'm someone that get a bit nervous and, and can't get stomach much food so um, that little bit of extra hydration but also filling up and, and concentrating and, and just having a steady mind is, is important so um, yeah I think it did help during the week is it good for washed up has-beens? Mm. <laughs> Works for everyone. Try it out. Nice, nice to grab on the way into work. Don't worry. All right. It's called Advantage Plus by Preps, P-R-E-P-D, if you want to check it out. I was just going to say, is it good for hangovers? Because I'm not an elite athlete. I don't have any kids. But yeah. yeah. Hey, Trav, I've got a question for you. Everyone's raving about our bowling attack, and quite rightly so. They just get the job done time after time. Uh, now, none of the three are listening at the moment. They won't find out. So when you face 
Cummings, Stark, and Hazelwood in the nets, who troubles you the most? Oh, Starkey's only got one gear, so um, probably Starkey. Really? Um, Tamo sort of looks after us a little bit, and then uh, me and Hoff are very, very close mates. So I faced him in the nets. There was a video that came out the other day, and a few mates asked me who had the upper hand, and I said it was hard to hit marbles. So um, that's how they look like they're coming down at us. <laughs> um, but, um, but, yeah, Hoff and Camo uh, sort of just get in rhythm. Starkey only knows one way, and that's as, as flat out as it comes. Really? So he's no. probably the, the so, most dangerous so when you're in the nets. Mitchell Stark. Yeah, okay. Now, being, I, being I get a... him every time as well. Oh, there you go. <laughs> being an Adelaide test, are you in charge of the uh, social activity? Do you have to have the team around for a barbie or anything like that? Uh, it's been offered. Um, I'm not sure. What, I think I got asked yesterday where the, the better places to go is. So we've got a, a list um, this afternoon. If so we're all going to Red Square and HQ? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so um, I'm not sure who's uh, – I've done all the golf pre-tests, so I might as well do post-tests. So, yeah. um, but we'll see how we go. Um, hopefully hopefully play well in the first couple of hours today. And I, I don't know how many blokes are staying around, um, whether the blokes will go home tomorrow or not. But if we get a few people around, I'm, I'm sure there's plenty of good things to see in Adelaide, which there definitely are. Don't know if this is a, re- a refle- reflection of how confident you are, but are you catching an Uber to Adelaide Oval today and getting ready for a few drinks in the afternoon? Or <laughs> I'm with Kez at the minute, so we are sharing uh, this little ride into the uh, into the ground. So um, nice to just be prepared. And, good on you, um, I don't have to then worry about any of my cars or any of bags until tomorrow. <laughs> mm-hmm. I am very parochial, uh, and I must say, yesterday, watching you and Alex Kerry bat together was, was just really special yeah. there for a moment. I loved it. Yeah, obviously, we've... we've um, yeah, played a hell of a lot of cricket together and um, disappointed he couldn't hang around for a bit longer. I felt like he, he was moving well and looking good and um, he's played well throughout the whole summer. Yeah, um, so, yeah, looking forward well. to Brisbane. Trav, oh, he's, he's I know, keeping, have to he's keeping. I know you don't have nice. any influence uh, in the uh, Australian Cricket Board's decision to start the test on a Wednesday, but do you guys get frustrated that everyone at Adelaide Oval this afternoon, tomorrow, Sunday, can't enjoy this test match. Do you, do you think it's ridiculous that they decided to start a test match against the West Indies at Adelaide Oval on a Wednesday? Yeah, scheduling is a hard one, isn't it? And I think well, the first point is probably that it's not in its, its time slot in December, which um, the players love. Um, they love having an Adelaide test match early because we play so well here. So you want to get advantage, you want to play well, you want to start the series well, we'll start the summer well. And so there's no better than having the first test, well, traditionally at the Gabba, and then you roll into Adelaide and day night and um, work's off, school's off, and you fill the place up. So I thought 27 on Wednesday was exceptional. The atmosphere was fantastic. So I think it just shows that in the future we'll get better time slots and we deserve better time slots. So, um, yeah, I hope we put on a show for the for the two and a bit days, hopefully, that we play today. Um but, yeah, and, and that's what we can do as players. We can try and put on the best product as possible. Yep. All right. We'll uh, keep it up today. Yeah. Roll them over. Ditz is down commentating. He wants to uh, sort of earn his money a little bit today on Triple M. <laughs> so uh, let him hang around Couple for a little owners, while. Let the, yeah. <laughs> the people that have come out for lunch and come down from the country get a little bit of value for money at their cricket, and, and then you can have a few drinks afterwards. 100%. It's going to be a good day. Thanks, boys. Good Thanks on guys. you, mate. Thank Travis you. had 119 at the Adelaide Oval yesterday. It was brilliant. The top five things we've learnt on Rue, Dits and Loz this week. Well, the team are finally back from holidays. We are back for 2024. (laughs) Hello, everybody. And I think the listeners noticed the team was gone for a fair while. Already had a message. Welcome back to the part-time breakfast show. Well, thank you very much. (laughs) Then Sinead called in. Morning, Sinead. Biggest fan, you guys. I've been listening to you guys every single day and I'm just, I'm hooked. Well, I haven't listened to you guys every single day this year because you guys haven't been on, but... (laughs) (laughs) We learnt they were away for so long... 
Floss almost forgot how to radio. We're back. We've had a little break over the, the holidays or a Just a one. wee break. Just yeah. a, <laughs> it's a bit too long because I forget how to do my job. Uh, what time is it? 7.25? <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're meant to be telling everyone. Number four. <laughs> While on holidays, Rue's wife Sarah lost her credit card. Oh. It was lost in the ocean in Streaky Bay. Fell off the jetty out of one of the kids' pockets. And we learnt a holiday miracle got it back. Lorenzo, how the hell did you find my wife's bloody credit card? I went down for a swim, jumped in the jetty, and I took my mask for a bit of a snorkel around. I could see a little crab on the bottom in the seagrass. Under the sea. <laughs> so down the bottom. Under the sea. I looked underneath it, and there it was. It was a ANZ flight button. Credit card. Credit card. Yeah. Her name was on on it. It had Sarah Rashida on it. (laughs) Did the crab have it in his claw going, come buy me a beer or something? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Probably cheaper for me for the crab to keep it instead of Sarah having it anyway. Money saving tips with Rude. (laughs) Give your credit card to a crab. (laughs) Number three. Lodge recently sat on her glasses. But we learnt it's the star's fault for her run of bad luck. What star sign are you? I'm Aries. She's coming out of a 15-year low, apparently. <laughs> yeah, I read this the other day. She's been the doldrums for 15 years. <laughs> it said, finally, Aries and Cancer or whatever, you're coming out of your 15-year 15 15 Uranus slump. So you know when you're flicking through the advertiser and mm. it gets to yours, it says... Shit house for 15 yes, years. Yes, that's what I said. <laughs> the last 15 years it's been rough. Apparently, I'm going to come into great wealth. I'm going to have meet love my life. When did you sit on your glasses? A couple of days ago. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure when Uranus actually leaves. I think it's sort of... Uranus sat on your glasses. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Number two. We learnt you don't use the error guard when you go camping with the Ratudos. Mozzies started coming out and Sarah said, oh, I've got some error guard. I'll go and get it. Apparently, they started spraying it on their legs and they went... That smells a bit. Gee, that smells a bit, that stuff, doesn't it? And one of my sons overheard this conversation the next day and said, Mum, you didn't use that airguard, did you? Uh, yeah, yeah, we used it last night. <laughs> Turns out, a few of the boys went camping pre-Christmas. Yeah. And one of the boys thought it'd be a good idea to wee in the airguard. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Wee weed in the um, spray airguard. Oh, my God. And the girls are spraying it around. <laughs> Keep the mozzies away. That's a very good question. <laughs> Erigard, now with all natural ingredients. Have a good weekend. Remember the Erigard. Number one. We learnt sometimes the hardest thing to say is I love you. Growing up, my family never, ever, ever said I love you. Never? Nah. What? Nah, wasn't on the agenda. Just really? no way in the world. Nah. For some folks, it's overwhelming how much they love people. They don't know how to express it. So they just kind of go, yep, all good. Take Claus's dad, for example. He'd leave us hanging sometimes. All right, Dad, love you. And he'd go, okay, bye. (laughs) (laughs) And then hang up. (laughs) But my brother, I don't reckon I've... If I shake his hand, that's as cuddly as we get. Yeah. I reckon we eyeball each other for half a second at the yeah. same time. Yeah. Really? That's it. Yeah, a bit awkward. But yeah. <laughs> it's like we're scared to, to show any affection yeah. at all. Some of our listeners struggle saying, I love you too. You say, I love you to your loved ones. I know. It feels just weird. I don't know why. <laughs> it just feels weird. It's sort of like a, oh, yeah, I love you. Uh. So what do you say to him? What do you say to him then? Well, I say love you, but it's like a real quick at the end of the phone, I hang up before they got a chance to reply. Yeah, I love you. I just called to say 
Okay, bye. It's good to be back. Our favourite segment of the week, the top five. Thanks, Sammy Sammy. Morrison. He does an awesome job. Rude it's a loss. Triple M. La Trattoria, the official venue of Triple M's Italian extravaganza. Wanna come with rule on a saucy day? It's a special sauce made the family way. It's a not so bad. It's a nicer day. I get sauce on your face. To book a table, head to latrattoria.com.au. This is funny. It's finally happening. So last year, the biggest video we had all year, we peaked early actually because we did it in uh, January. It was your sauce day that you did with your family. Yep. We were lucky enough to come along. You bottled up the sauce. It was an amazing day. It was a great experience. People went nuts for it and they said, I want to try Rue's sauce. So So you do this every year, don't you? Well, we do. We sort of brought it back about 10 years ago. We did it all as kids every year, like all Italian families. And then, you know, we all went away and got busy and thought, Right, we need to start this again. Good tradition. It's a yeah. great fun day, yep. and uh, yeah, we had a lot of fun. So you're going to do 30 extra jars for the Triple M family this year. Okay. Yep. And La Trattoria are going to do a massive lunch oh, nice. for us and our listeners Love who Latrat. get involved with this. So how to win an invite to lunch and a bottle of sauce is very simple. On Monday morning in the show, we're going to introduce you to Triple M's Nonna. We've got our very own Nonna. Nonna. <laughs> oh, nice. And she's going to give you the song you need to listen out for. It's very simple. Right. She's, she's going to say the song. The trick is... What, in Italian? It's going to be in Italian. Oh, oh no. So she, that's going to be playing all morning, and she's going to be saying the song. There will be... You, it'll be obvious, don't worry. And when you hear that song played out during the day, yeah. you call 13353 for a chance to secure your seat at the table and get a bottle wow. of Rue's sauce. So okay. it's easy. Just listen out for Nonna. So let's say it was Eye of the Tiger. Oh, I'm going to butcher this. It'd be Occhio della Tigre. Okay? And she oh, would, very good. She wow. would say that. And then, and so then that's when you sort of listen out for Eye of the people Tiger. People are going to have to learn Italian over the weekend. Yeah. This no, like I said, it'll be a bit obvious. The, the song might be in the background. Yeah, it, might, it, might be right. it might be pretty straightforward. Okay. Yeah. Right. Should we have a little listen to uh, some of the highlights from the Source Day last year? Because yeah. it was a lot of fun. Sounds good. Righto, here we go. We're just starting off. First one of tomatoes going in. That's all right. Here we go. Woo-hoo-hoo. Righto, we're getting all set up for day two. There's all the squash tomatoes in there ready to go. We're just about to turn the machine on, putting in a bit of basil, which just gives it a little bit of flavour. Some people might put something else in, but we just put basil. The skin's come out here. You've got to put your skin through about five times, right? And then that comes out into the pot. Tip it into where Joe is over there. Joe bottles it. It's got basil in it. Joe's putting the lid on. If you don't get dirty, you're not doing it properly. You're not going hard enough. Righto, now we're going to put the bottles. We've done all the hard work. Now we're going to load up the drum and fill it up with water and then light her up and cook it for a few hours. We'll be able to get about 100, 150 bottles in here. Oh, yeah. Happy Australia Day. Happy Australia Day. That was so much fun. Yeah, it it's a good day. It was one of the great days. It's a fun day with the kids. There's a lot of sauce going everywhere. It's a messy pasta, day. The best pasta I ever ate.
Yeah. So now these good. these will be collectors items. Now mm-hmm. they're going to be specially labelled bottles or jars with Rue's logo, you know, logo on them. Yep. I, I need so to see collectors the item. I think it's going to be. Really we're making yeah. it on the riverbank next Friday. <sighs> we are up at Wakery. So yeah. it's going get back much to more the than grass that. No. So oh. make sure you're listening out for Nonna. She'll tell you the Triple M secret sore song um, to score an invite to Triple M's breakfast Italian lunch at La Trattoria. I wear a few hats here at Triple M, commentate on footy. Uh, this week, uh, Ditz called me the new Laurie Oaks or uh, Peter Harvey from Peter Cow. Harvey. Come After you grilled the Prime Minister. Yes. National news it made. Yeah. 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 Got, they credited Ditz, got all, all the, right. uh, got all the tax cuts across the line for everyone, so mm-hmm. all that. But my real specialty is not football or politics. It's, um, you know, farting or, or, or talking about sort of stuff that happens in the toilets. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And I gave us uh, a little bit of a uh, insight into the toilets in December uh, when I was going for a wee, and this is what happened. I sort of... You know, yeah, let rip yeah. because you're allowed to and you think you're by yourself. <laughs> yeah. But then I heard a noise behind me and I thought, shit, there's someone in the bloody toilet. And I've just farted as I turned around and all the doors are all wide open. I thought, am I hearing things or is it like there's someone? I just heard something and, and I turned around and it was um, this noise. It was the bloody, you know, the air freshener oh, thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Reacted to you. Is that? Reactive to a fart or what? <laughs> <laughs> I thought there was someone in the cubicle and so I looked it, up on the wall and I heard that noise and went... If it hears the fart, <laughs> does it then go... And I just started... noise sensitive answer. <laughs> yeah, so I just started laughing and thought, gee, this is bloody interesting. Anyway... There's been an update. Oh. I've gone for another wee this yeah, week, yeah. Uh, first week back, mm. and I took a video, and we just put it up on the socials. It's on the Insta uh, so story. It's not super clear for radio here, but th- just listen and see if you can understand what happened. Here is the urinal where I come and have a wee here at Triple M, and sometimes when I'm having a wee, I do a fart. Um, and when I do a fart, there usually is an air freshener there that goes... It scares the hell out of me. But guess what? The air freshener can't handle my farting and it's character. I have outgassed the air freshener. If you can't handle the heat, get out of it. <laughs> What's the air freshener's fallen off the wall. It can't handle Actually, it. I did see it in pieces, yeah. Exactly right. You blew it off so, the wall. Yeah, the air yeah. freshener needs to toughen up a little bit, and that's all it mm. did. So now when we go in there, and if you do a fart, there'd be no If anyone listening has wondered why or how this show got to be number one We're in Adelaide, that, there's your answer oh. right. No, there's your answer right there. <laughs> I really Just. don't understand it, and I don't question it. Yeah. What we've what we've decided to do at Triple M Rue, actually, is employ someone full time. They're going to walk around behind you and go, mm. psst. Yeah. yeah, he's wearing a gas mask. I think Sarah would like one of those at our home <laughs> as well, if possible. Thank you. Hey, uh, yesterday our go to the quote was all about musicals, and mm-hmm. afterwards, uh, during the break, you started telling us all of these incredible facts. And to be fair, yes, Loz, I said to you, hey, that's really interesting stuff. We need to talk about this. Well, I brought up the fact that the movie The Wizard of Oz mm-hmm. is one of the most iconic sort of visually... Um, iconic movies yeah. of all time. The yep. music, you, everyone knows the songs. Yep. The Yellow Brick Road, The Ruby Slippers, The Wicked Witch. It's all stuff we say and, you know, and you were there and you were there and, yeah. you know, that stuff. <laughs> it's, it's still part of our daily life. It but is. the set of that movie 
was cursed. Right. So tell us. Things that happened were horrific. So, and just stuff that just would not happen today (laughs) with OH&S and, Mm. you know, actors' rights and human rights and animal rights and all this stuff. So the movie was released in 1939 at a budget of $2.7 million. It was the biggest movie they'd ever made at MGM. Mm. And the pressure was very high. Two point what? Seven million. In 80 nine, years ago. In 1939. More than eight, yeah, Ooh. nearly 100 years ago. Yeah, you're right. 80 years ago. Sorry, Rue. You're yeah. the maths He's man. He's the numbers man. So let's start with Dorothy, okay? She was played by a 16-year-old Judy Garland. Yep. And the studio said, she's too fat. Um, she would have been tiny. Mm. She was already small. She needs to go on weight loss drugs. Mm. So they started putting her on <laughs> straight up amphetamines, this 16-year-old. Yeah. Yep. Put her on amphetamines. amphetamines during the day. And then barbiturates at night to put mm. her to sleep. Yep. Got her completely hooked on drugs. Yeah. So for the rest of her life, her body was destroyed. Yep. In 1939. Yeah. Mm. The studios used to come in, inject her, or give her a tablet mm. in the morning. And that was because they used to call How her. How old is she? 16. Insane. Anyway, so that happened. The director also smacked her across the face a couple of times in front of everyone when yep. she was giggling during scenes. Yep. You know, just a backhanded, yep. a quieter now. Yeah. Goodness me. Anyway, the snow. In that scene where they're all lying in the field and it starts to snow. Pure asbestos. Oh, nice. (laughs) What? Pure asbestos being shaken out of a can by someone on a a ladder. I guess they didn't know asbestos was bad then, did they? I guess they didn't know. Margaret Hamilton, who played the Wicked Witch. As opposed to the amphetamines. That's right. Mm. Mm. Margaret Hamilton, who played the Wicked Witch. That scene. I'll get you, my pretty. And your little dog, too. Oh, she's good. The scene where that happens and then it explodes and she disappears into the ground. Yeah. Third degree burns all over oh, her body. Right. What? Took her six months to recover. <laughs> right. So she was in hospital. I'm not laughing because it's funny. I'm no, but it's insane. Outrageous, yep. Her stunt double uh, was also in hospital for, I think, 10 weeks because the broom she was on exploded. Oh, nice. Nearly killed her. Exploding broom. The Tin Man ended up being played by a guy called Jack Haley. But the original Tin Man was another man called Buddy Epson who had to leave the production because he um, suffered permanent lung damage from the pure aluminium and oil they were painting onto his face every day. So he inhaled some of this. Timely little cough there. And his lungs were damaged. He he died young. Because I'm presuming that I could be kind of human if I only had a heart. So they replaced him with someone else and they, they modified the aluminium paste that they were using slightly and he only suffered eye damage, the new, oh, the new oh, actor. That's nice. So uh, Toto, the dog, was paid more than the munchkins. <laughs> the dog got more than the munchkins. That's right. So the dog well, was... the dog didn't get much either. 125 a week, which was a lot for back then. What's uh, the dog going to do with that? <laughs> the owners were obviously laughing yeah. it up. Yeah. That was but an the, inside job. <laughs> the munchkins were... Oh, you can imagine. They were treated terribly on that. As set. mayor of the Munchkin City, in the county of the land of Oz, I welcome you more oh, sorry. Yeah, that's enough. But my favourite is the fact that the lion costume <laughs> that the man wore was made of an actual lion. What, real lion? They killed a lion. They gutted a they lion. They gutted a lion oh, no. and then they put a man in it. And he, at the end of every day, needed to uh, recuperate because he would sweat so much in it that he nearly passed out. So, oh. wow. Okay. Yeah, Who would have thought watching You've The Wizard of Oz? you just made musicals interesting. Yeah. yeah. Oh. That makes it interesting. Good nice. <laughs> on you, Loz. Well done. <laughs> Uh, so we were in here, I think it was yesterday morning, we had the, we were just planning the show and the studio doors were open, so we could mm. kind of hear what was going on outside in the hallways. And I heard someone sneeze. 
Turn that off. That's make me sick. I, it was a very loud, aggressive. It was sneak. violent. It was violent, <laughs> wasn't it? And I said that I don't know who that person is, but he's a dad. What do you mean by that? Because dad sneezes yeah. are powerful, guttural, <laughs> from the deep. The building shakes. I don't know what happens yeah. to the human form when a man produces an heir. Yeah. But yeah. the way he changes changes. How do you yeah. sneeze? I sort of squash mine you internally. Them. I heard you before. I'm like, See, I, <laughs> I know. When I hear that, I mean, <laughs> let it out. Like that. Your yeah. body that is, sounds painful. Your body's reacting to try and get the... Yeah, but what am I going to do? Explode it all over the desk? Ask you! No! You've got to get right into it. It feels good. Mm. feels better. It's one-eighth of the most best thing you can experience, apparently. Scientifically, it's one-eighth of that. Right. Say. So if I sneeze, spew, or blow my nose, I do it flat, flat out. Yesterday, I blew my nose in the toilet, and I blew that hard when I stopped. You know when you get the white flashes you in your stars. eyes? Oh, right. Oh. So you nearly passed yeah. out. That's pretty <laughs> good. Just there a bit too much effort, Rue. Oh, well, <laughs> just pull it back. I just did. And uh, my eyes went like that. And I went, oh, shit. Yeah. When, a bit I reckon, you know a sneeze can travel at 100 miles an hour. Huh? And there's a five-foot radius around your sneeze. What do you mean 100 miles an hour? That's how quickly it comes out. Of your nose? Yeah. Yeah. We've oh. measured it. I've had people measure this. Have mm. you tried that? So sometimes I'll need to sneeze, but I don't want to because I'm in the middle of a break. Yeah. You suck on the roof of your mouth with your tongue oh. and it stops okay. It stops that from happening. Right. If you want to bring a sneeze on, Let look directly out, into light. Right. I went through an era where I couldn't sneeze. I psyched myself out about it. Mm. It was weird. And there's that old Let it out. the urban myth about if you try to sneeze with your eyes open, they'll, they'll pop, pop out. out of your head. Yeah. That's not there's a lot of sneezing facts. I think I'd... Sex can trigger sneezing. Try it. Oh, yeah. can it? Yeah. Not that okay. I've ever found that out, but right. apparently it can. How does that happen? I don't know. Well, don't give us half the story. <laughs> you would, if you found that article. Some, you or maybe if you're using it. your nose during sex. I don't know. I if, really I, t- if I bite down on a certain part of my lip, it makes me want to sneeze. What? I've got nerve damage in my lip, and it must be connected to my nose in some way. Mm. If I bite really hard on it, it makes me do sneeze. It then. Can you no, do it? I don't want to do that. Yes, you do. No, it actually hurts. I to don't do. believe you. Well, come on, give well, for the team. I have to bite it really hard. Right. I'm not a Try liar. it out during the news for us. See if, see if it works. I haven't done it in a while. All right. Triple M. Stay cool with an AutoMasters aircon service. Call 1300 AutoMasters. Have you heard? Have you heard? Have you heard? Your Ruber file's been on the money a few times. Every morning at 7.40am, hear what's happening in Adelaide first. Mm. The Rumour Mill. Plenty of rumours getting around Adelaide in January, and I've got one here on the text line. It's anonymous and needs to be anonymous, mm, this one, right. that uh, a megastar is in Adelaide at the moment. Uh, Aquaman, Jason Momoa. Is that how you pronounce yeah. it? Yep. Oh, is in the eastern suburbs in Adelaide, living discreetly and quietly, doing some things. Do you mean Aquaman is in the eastern suburbs, or...? Or the man that plays Aquaman, Jason. Well, Lamar. Aquaman's a oh. fictional character. Right, that's what so. I, I just wondered if I'm looking for this bloke. And I saw <laughs> well, I thought I saw him yesterday, but it was a reflection. He's there with Iron I saw Man. Aquaman um, in the suburbs. Yeah. Yes, he's living in Adelaide at the moment. He oh. used to live in Gawler. 
Did he? Yeah, because he was dating a um, lady who worked on McLeod's daughter as an actress. Oh. And they, she lived out there because they filmed it oh, up no. it, yep. out that way. Yeah. And they lived together for a while out there and locals remember him. And he is also, sorry, Rue, but he's a port supporter. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Loves Port Adelaide. Port Good Magpies, Gansey, and <clears throat> he's beautiful. Good on you, Jason. My God. Good on you, Aquaman. Gorgeous. All right. Now, I dropped uh, a little bit of info just moments ago. I can't believe I'm actually saying this, but uh, we all know about the Commonwealth Games debacle yep. that happened with Melbourne. All right. Uh, new Premier in Queensland, gentleman Stephen Miles, he's only been in the job for a couple of months, yep. if that, has announced a 60-day review of the funding for the 2032 Olympic Games. Pardon? He said they've got their funding wrong. The funding models are incorrect. Well, their, budgeting, uh, their budgeting is all out of whack. Uh and he has already spoken to New South Wales about potentially taking on sports. And, Rue, this affects the AFL in a big way because there's a $2.7 billion budget surrounding the Gabba, and they're basically going to knock it over and rebuild it, right? Which will take, what, a couple of years? Like minimum, yeah, two or right. three years. That's all in doubt. Might be a good thing for the AFL. Yeah, but it means Olympic Games for 2032 are in jeopardy. Mm. So is this Palaszczuk's fault? Well, it turns out it would be. Or her, her or regime. Whoever did the... He's only been in the job for a month or so. What an inherited sort of pile of shies. So he's looked at it and said, hang on, so hang on. So what are they saying? They're just underfunded. Underfunded. Like, which is what Victoria did, just didn't they? Every bloody venture at the moment's underfunded, isn't it? Or under-catered for. How can you make such big announcements that will take on the Olympics for 2032 or the Commonwealth Games... Only to turn around and say, oh, hang on. No, no, actually, we can't do it because we can't afford if it. If we do this with the Commonwealth Games and the Olympics, we're done. We're that'd, never getting another thing ever. That, yeah. Like, we, we just, you know, you that's can't, too you many. Can't, you cannot not do the Olympics. You, you can do the, that with the Commonwealth Games. You can't do that with the Olympics. You can't do it with the Commonwealth Games either, Rue. Well, that, they did that's it. ended up costing no a fortune. One, most people don't care about the Commonwealth Games. Everyone is interested in the Olympics, in my eyes. Yeah, around the world. And you've got sure. a world stage and you'll look like a fool. Yeah. The Sydney Olympics is one of those things that we still bring up. Like, we're so proud of how it all went. Yep. And it's an iconic thing. It means a lot to us to have the all right. Olympics. Well, as of today, a 60 day review, uh, he says, he's saying to his people, come back to me, tell me that we well, can still do this. Are, we, are they 2 billion out, 3 billion out? Four has, billion out. That hasn't there been can't be much more than that, you wouldn't think. Yeah, that hasn't been said. We, we need to privately fund Twiggy Forest. Come on. Oh, Someone yeah. just come in and put some money well, in it. I think that um, I'll, I'll just about bet my kahunas on it will happen. Well, the federal government probably wouldn't uh, come in and save the Commonwealth Games, but you think they'd they save, they'd no. save the Olympic Games. And big people like Twiggy Forest, Gina Reinhart and all that, I They'll think invest. they would step up for something like this. Mm. Potentially, yeah. so mm. anyway, watch this space. Big story, big story. This. Where did you get that? Uh, I stole it off Channel Seven. Oh, oh <laughs> you did not. Yeah, I can't, I'm not breaking the story. I'm not going to su- suggest that at all. But it's it's worth mentioning, though. It's big. <laughs> you heard it from someone at Channel Seven. I did. Oh, well, <laughs> at least we admit it when we <laughs> steal things. Still a rumor. Mm. On Triple M Breakfast with Rue Dixon Walls. I need the tip. Get it straight from the horse's mouth. I'm Mr. Red. It's time for Rue's tip of the week. Yeah, we're back for the tipping and uh, try and pay the mortgage off. Uh, 04 1047. You can text at any time. Uh, just after Travis Head uh, was on with us, so I've just had a text. My sister and her husband are SACA members. They live in Darwin. They flew into Adelaide last mm. night. You think they're happy yeah. because they're not going to see anything. Yes, so we're getting a lot of those sorts of calls. Frustrated people <laughs> everywhere. All right, let's get on to the ponies. Um, race five at Gawler Tomorrow Laws. There's a horse called Rockstar Megzi. It's number six. 
Uh, I think it's going to win. I think okay. it'll sit midfield. It's only a small field. I think it'll be a bit too good. And I thought, oh, it's uh, brilliant. $3.50. But, you know, if it wins, that's a good price. And I like one up in Eagle Farm tomorrow as well, up in Brisbane. Lions going to head mm-hmm. up there. Race two, number two, Iowa. I reckon it's a very good little horse, this one. And I think that'll win as well. So okay. there's a couple of little ones if you feel like having a uh, little punt on the weekend. <laughs> Hey, what's up? This is Rob. This is Kyle from Matchbox 20. And you're listening to Triple M. Triple M presents Matchbox 20 with the Goo Goo Dolls. Playing Adelaide Entertainment Centre, Feb 15. Tickets have sold out, but you can join the waitlist for any final releases at tegvanegmond.com. Ah, uh, this is really exciting. When we play a Matchbox 20 song or a Rob Thomas song, we need you to text in. Uh, and Sarah from Clarence Gardens did just that. Hello, Sarah. Hi. Now, tell us about your text message. What did you tell us? Um, I have been a huge Matchbox 20 fan for a very, very long time. I even um, walked down the aisle to a Matchbox 20 song. Oh, which song? Uh, yes, yes. So Last Beautiful Girl. It wasn't a popular song, but um, one of my favourites. Oh, that's um, lovely. And I was pretty devastated I couldn't go this year to the concert. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got two young kids and just leading up to Christmas and everything, we just thought, no, nah, we'll spend the money on them. Oh, so, good um, on you, Sarah. Yeah. All right, well, now it's your turn. You You're can going. go along to the concert. He's going to find some babysitters. <laughs> yeah. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, good oh, on you, Sarah. Right. Thank you so much. Uh, good Thank on you, you Sarah. So Hopefully they play The Last Beautiful Girl when you're there. That'll be special. Put your wedding dress oh, on again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do that. Me. <laughs> <laughs> nah, very well, congrats. nice. Congrats. We're doing that. Uh, is that. Is this the last week we're doing it? Or? I think it's wrapped. I think it's wrapped up. We're sending yeah. off a bunch yeah. of people, though. It's, yeah. been, it's been a fun thing to do. Yeah. We love getting all your messages. Lots of... Big how, Matchbox 20 fans. How passionate are they? I know. Mm. The most excited we've had people on. Like, mm. It's pretty cool. All right. Well, that's it for the week. Yeah, wow. it's been a great week. First week back. We've enjoyed it and we look forward to next week Enjoy as well. Enjoy the cricket, Dits. Get yeah. down there and yeah. do your best commentating. I've just seen the roster now. I'm on at 11 o'clock. <laughs> what over my God. You're Any you chance. Uh, Callum Ferguson, Merv Hughes, big Merv and Swerving. I'd say get there and walk straight to the bar. Might as well. Yeah. yeah but invoice still, still get paid. <laughs> Leave yeah. from the front. Yeah. Right. Have a great weekend, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>